Hello and welcome to the Dallas Christian College Leadership Podcast. I'm your host, Scott Spees, Director of Advancement here at DCC, and we appreciate you joining us today as we continue in our series of podcasts focused on current topics and events that are shaping our society, the world of education, and the local church. And this month, we are continuing in our series of podcasts that we have titled Spending Time with the Text. For the weeks leading up to Easter, several of our DCC faculty members are sharing their unique insights and revelations into Scripture texts with the purpose of helping us all grow as followers of Christ who are able to correctly explain the word of truth, as the Apostle Paul encouraged Timothy. Joining us today is Dr. Eddie Sanders, the head of DCC's Practical Ministries Department. Dr. Sanders has been a faculty member here at DCC for five years now and has been a guest on several of our prior leadership podcasts over these last couple of months. So, Dr. Sanders, glad you're here. I'm going to turn it over to you and let you share the the passage and actually passages of Scripture that you have studied and prepared for this episode. Thanks, Scott. I want to teach you an easy Greek word. You ready? Now, Mark Halen might tweak my (laughs) pronunciation, so just bear with me here. And uh, there may be a little southern accent in in this uh, Greek word. Fair enough. Cairo. Cairo? Cairo, yeah. Oh, Cairo. Cairo. Good good try. Again, Mark Halen would would certainly tweak that for both of us. But you know this word, and this is a very important word in in the church, in Christianity, in, in Matthew's gospel especially. It's the word that means rejoice or the noun form joy, or cheerful greetings. Let me give you some examples. When the Magi, those scholars of the stars that appeared to have supernatural insight that God was doing something big in their time, when they see the star, they are overjoyed, Matthew tells us. That's the word Cairo there. They are overjoyed, and the text says they kyre. They've been searching for months, maybe years. Now, bam, here's what you've been waiting on. It's kind of like when a child is finally born or graduation arrives. It's like, yes, this is, this is the day we've been waiting on. Finally, that's the type of joy they felt. They, they knew something big was happening in the heavens. Mm-hmm. God had communicated to them, and they're like, finally, yes, It's a birthday type of joy. It's exciting. It's good. Next, Jesus uses this word, according to Matthew in Matthew's gospel, overjoyed a couple times in his teaching. He says, after facing to to us disciples, to them disciples in the first century, he says, after facing hardships and remaining faithful, he offers this challenging word. You face hardship and trial rejoice mm. or be overjoyed because great is your reward in heaven. We, we all know that passage from the Sermon on the Mount, as it's called. He encourages us to kyrie, okay. to rejoice. Finally, in Matthew's gospel, this is where the kyrie joy theme really takes on some serious significance. We're in the Garden of Gethsemane. It's Passion Week, as it'll later be called. Jesus has been praying all night. We all know this story. The disciples are kind of praying, but mostly sleeping, you know, like students in class sometimes, you know. (laughs) They awake from their light nap in the middle of the night. 
they hear some footsteps. They see torches a few hundred yards away through the small Middle, Middle Eastern trees, and they see a familiar face. Hmm. Who's that face? Judas, right? Uh-oh. The music shifts to a minor key. But Matthew records Jesus saying something almost unbelievable. Unbe- unbelievable. Excuse me. Actually, he records Judas saying something almost unbelievable. You know what he says? This same word. He walks up to Jesus, Judas does, and he says, Rejoice, Rabbi, or Kyrie, Rabbi, and kisses Jesus. Mm. You know, the kiss of betrayal. Now, if you check your Bible, say, Eddie, but the text says, Judas says, Greetings, Rabbi, and then Judas kisses Jesus. You're right. But it's the same word rejoice that we've tracked through Matthew, that the, the, the magi see the star and they're overjoyed. As we've tracked this, it's a common everyday greeting to this word. It also means welcome, good day, I'm really glad to see you. Maybe a close equivalent is when you land in Hawaii for a vacation of a lifetime, right? You saved up, you finally made it to Hawaii, you get off the plane, they put the lay on you, and what do they say? Aloha. The, the word has that kind of meaning when, when it's used as a greeting. Kyrie, it's a happy message, mm. but not here with Judas. The music is in the minor key, it's playing, it's dark, an evil snake is slithering through the garden. And Judas, with a big and serious smile, says, Greetings, old friend. Kyrie, Rabbi. Jesus is arrested, sentenced, and mocked. Matthew's not done, though. The Roman soldiers join this mockery that Judas started. They make a crown of thorns, put it on his head, and you know what they chant? Kyrie. Kyrie. Mm -hmm. Kyrie. That word is translated when the soldiers say it as hail, king of the Jews. That word hail is the exact same word. And when I stumbled upon this, I was really struck because Matthew is weaving a very powerful, unique usage of this word throughout his story. So Passion Week, as you know, and we believe in the church, concludes with his death. And we move into the next week. Jesus is resurrected that Sunday. Then sometime later, he meets with his disciples on the mountain of authority at the end of Matthew, which uh, being in a mountain and meeting with God was very common in the ancient world. Mm-hmm. It's a place where you'd receive a message from a God. Right. All, all the religions believe that. He stands there. Jesus stands there as God, alive in the flesh, and he speaks. And Scott, guess what word he starts with? Well, I'm going to guess it's probably Cairo. Cairo. Well, it's the plural form, Kyrete. And what that comes across and says is greetings, y'all, Okay. to get the southern aspect to it. It's the plural. He says this to his friends, and this is the last time Mark uses this verb form. I imagine the feeling is like when you've been in a sports arena and your team won the big game finally, maybe a football game or three in the 90s. Most of us have experienced this. We cheer, we, we yell, we high-five, we're excited. You know what we're doing? We're kyreeing. Now, I just made that word up, but we are rejoicing, we're happy, we're celebrating. 
We have so much happiness that we must emotionally express it. And I think that's what Matthew has been leading up to, up to here. That's what's at the heart of Passion Week. Because of the resurrection, we can kyrie even after betrayal. Mm. We can kyrie in the midst of loss. We can kyrie in the midst of difficulty. We can rejoice no matter what. I mean, death has been conquered. Yes. Because Jesus flipped death on its head, just like he flipped Judas's false, ironic, mockery greeting of joy into a real one when he greets his friends and says, I know the soldiers just said this, but it's actually true. Hail, King of the Jews. We can Kyrie because Jesus revealed that the soldiers' Kyrie was actually 100% accurate. Now, they failed to include that he was king of life because he conquered death, which means we truly have life as believers. So during this Passion Week, I hope you will rejoice no matter the betrayal, no matter the loss, no matter the struggle, no matter the difficulty, no, no matter what's out there, we can still rejoice. Does that make sense? It does. And that's a great word of encouragement, especially as we enter this season in 2021. Uh, this last year, it's been just over a year that uh, the effects of the pandemic uh, became very apparent in our country. And, and many, many of our listeners have had various ways of suffering and, and have experienced a lot of heartache and pain. And yet, we remember during this Easter season that Jesus has conquered all that. Thank you for that reminder, and thank you for that word. Kyrie, during this season, even during a time where we remember the passion of Christ. Thank you for tuning in today to Dallas Christian College's Leadership Podcast. We encourage you to share this on all your social media platforms and, and let others know about this. But we pray that during this Easter season, during the season of Lent leading up to Passion Week and the celebration of the resurrection, that you'll be encouraged that you indeed will experience Kyrie in your life. If you'd like to know more about Dallas Christian College, you can check us out at our website, www.dallas.edu. But in the meantime, take care, stay safe. Thank you again, Dr. Sanders, for joining us. Have a great day.